0: Hey, Three Crosses. My name is Carmela and I am the Community Life and Creative Arts Coordinator here. And today I have the honor and privilege of talking to you about the physical body and the fact that you are embodied. One thing you might not know about me is that I was once a teaching assistant for my human anatomy cadaver lab in college, and I absolutely loved it. My roommates at the time would have to plug their noses when I came back to our dorm room because I legit smelled like formaldehyde for hours on end and had to wash my clothes immediately. It was worth it though, cause being able to study the human body up close and personal and see the intricate design of every bone, muscle, tendon, ligament, vein, and artery was mind boggling. Back then I wasn't a Christian, but I did believe in God and I would marvel at the beauty of what he created. I've been a personal trainer since graduating from college along with working here and came to the realization many years later that some of us take better care of our cars, pets and homes than we do our own bodies. Ouch. Sorry. Not sorry. Think about it though. Your beloved pet gets sick or injured and you immediately take it to the vet, spend a good amount of money on resolving the issue or issues and do everything possible to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yet you haven't gone to the doctor in years or you've maybe have a nagging pain in your back, but you just chalk it up to getting older and ignore it. So how many of you can relate to that? As we dive into the topic of being embodied, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Number one, do you realize how uniquely and intricately designed you are? Number two, are you worshiping God through the way in which you take care of your body? Let's start with the first question. Do you realize how uniquely and intricately designed you are? When God created this world, he made everything perfect and beautiful, including our bodies. It was sin that put a damper on things. In the book Breaking Free from Body Shame, Jess Connolly says, quote, The truest thing about you is that you are made and loved by God. And the truest thing about God is that he cannot make bad things, end quote. No matter what the size of your body is, what injuries or ailments your body has endured, your body was created with intention, beauty, and goodness, all from God. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. That was Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14. I want you to think about that. Every cell in your body has a purpose. Every square inch of your skin, hair on your head, and beat of your heart is beautiful to God. Yet I have seen many of us, myself included, fall into the enemy's trap of deceit and lies when it comes to our bodies. I'm referring to that whisper in your ear that your weight, your appearance, your swimsuit size needs to change. That lie on repeat in your mind that you are not beautiful and your body needs to be worked on like a project with a deadline. In order to combat these whispers and lies, we first must remember that our bodies are not our own. 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19 and 20 says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own, you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. If we believe the word of God, then we have to come to the realization that our body belongs to God. Based on the scripture I just referenced, he has gifted each and every one of us with a body, and from that body comes different abilities, limitations, shapes, and sizes, but the same unified purpose. To use our body in whatever ways he has gifted us in order to subdue the world, make disciples of all nations, and glorify his name. Some of us have loved sports, like myself and athletics since childhood, while others choose to do art or music instead, and that's totally fine, there's nothing wrong with that. Many of us enjoy running, while others would rather go for a nice, slow walk. No matter what physical abilities we possess or what size pants we wear, I believe that God is more concerned with us glorifying his name with whatever we do and making more disciples as we go through life, not whether we gain 10 pounds over the holidays or if we had a bad day and ate a whole plate of brownies. I've done that before, by the way. However, that doesn't mean we get a free pass to eat whatever we want, whenever we want, and not expect that our genes won't be a bit tighter down the road. Which brings me to my second question. Are you worshiping God through the way in which you take care of your body? There is a fine line between having respect for and gratitude towards the body you've been given, using that body for the sake of the kingdom, and also showing your worship to God by taking care of that body he's given you. Remember, we are image bearers of God and therefore are instructed to carry ourselves as representatives for his kingdom. Genesis 1 says, so God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And in the article uh, called, what does image of God mean? Peter ends writes this quote, many scholars draw a parallel between the image of God in Genesis and images of Kings in the ancient world. Rulers could not be everywhere at once and travel was slow. So they would erect monuments or statues of themselves throughout their kingdoms. These images let everyone know that the king's rule extended wherever his image was found. Another kind of image in the ancient world is an idol, a physical object that represented the god in the temple. Idols were not considered gods themselves. They were statues that let you know the god was in some mysterious sense present. Statues of kings and of gods help us understand what it means for humans to be made in God's image. Humans are placed in God's kingdom as his representatives, end quote. We represent Christ in everything we say and do. And when it comes to our physical body, shouldn't we also represent the kingdom of God by prioritizing movement and exercise, proper nutrition, spending time in nature, and just wholly taking care of our temple? This is the area of the podcast where I feel like I have to be a little bit careful as to not offend anyone or make anyone feel bad because I do know that there are people listening to this that might be dealing with an illness or a pain that prevents them from exercising regularly or eating healthier food may, might feel like a financial burden because healthier food typically costs more than convenience food. But what I do want to get across here is that we still can be image bearers of God with our physical bodies, even when we might not be where we want to be health-wise. So let me give you some examples. Are you unable to walk far due to constant knee pain? Instead, can you sit in a chair outside so that you can get some vitamin D from the sun and also do some light stretching, some Tai Chi, or mobility exercises to help you alleviate some of the pain? Are you finding yourself eating fast food three to four days per week because it's cheaper and simply more convenient than cooking for yourself and going grocery shopping? So there are countless free blogs and social media accounts that will instruct you on how to eat healthier on a budget, learn how to meal prep so you don't have to cook every day, and how to incorporate better habits into your nutritional plan. You literally have access to so much free information on the internet. Are you unable to get to a gym regularly or find the time to exercise during the week? How about focus on getting some steps in throughout your day, whether it be lunchtime or on a break from work? Park further away if you're able or take the stairs instead of the elevator. More consistent movement always trumps a sporadic exercise routine in my opinion. After reflecting upon what has been discussed so far, it's given me such a different perspective on the physical body and how we are called to be image bearers of God in a world that is increasingly focused on appearance, self-love, and quick fixes. We've been given the gift of a temple and we're called to take care of it. Remember, who does it belong to? It belongs to God and He expects us to treat it with respect and honor. So I encourage you to take the role of being an image bearer of God seriously and ask yourself how you are using your physical body to steward whatever area of the garden you've been called to, to serve others, study the scriptures, and spread the gospel. How are we able to serve in our community if we're constantly lacking energy because we aren't fueling our bodies properly? How can we regularly attend Sunday church services and hear from the word of God if we stay up late partying every Saturday night? What if you're the only Christian at your workplace, but you keep taking sick days because you simply don't take care of your body like you know you should be? You are dimming the light inside of you every time you're at home under the weather. We miss prime opportunities to excel at what we do as Christians and confirm our gospel testimony to those who need it when we forget that as image bearers of God, we are embodied.